Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will. Will, are you there, man? I think I might have lost Will. <laughs> Hello. All right. Well, while we wait for him to get back. Uh, yeah. All right. So we've, <laughs> we have lost Will. Add. All right. Well, uh, as well, Will tries to reconnect here. Uh, this is, of course, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Um, my name is John Mark Tolley. And oh, there we go. Let's try this again. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm so sorry. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it says my signal's strong, but I keep cutting in and out. I don't oh. know what it is. And it's the same signal I use all the time. So, And I'm right next to it. So I, <laughs> no clue. I but, have no, yeah. We'll talk Internet. fast. We will. Hey. We will. Hey, hey, hey. hey, how's everybody today? Happy, happy uh, post life day, pre Christmas, just post Hanukkah, and all the other wonderful holiday season, yes. seasonal yes. things we have. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, well, I am doing pretty good uh, myself. Um, all right. Well, I was just doing the quick introductions and everything like that. So, um, we have a lot to talk about today, I think. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of news. There's been a lot of information, things that have dropped this week that I thought we we should be. Just... Mm-hmm. And he froze up again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, apologize for the technical difficulties we're having here. If you're watching us, well, right now there's no one watching us live, but if you're watching this later on, I apologize for all the technical difficulties that we're having. Um, as he has froze up again. I was just about to try doing it on my phone to see if I have any better oh. luck. <laughs> let me, maybe. Let, let me let me let me let me try that here. I'm so sorry, uh, guys. It's okay. Not a problem, uh, man. Okay. These things happen. Allow, allow. There we go. Okay. Let's see if this goes any better. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. So I need to put my volume up here so I can. There we go. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I am here. Oh, you can see my my, my Star Wars Studio tree. So lots nice. of stuff to talk about. Yes. And uh, we were talking about Boba Fett. The, yeah. Uh, there has been a lot of, um, not trailers, but like, I guess, TV bumpers and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think it's important for us to talk about it. Uh, have you seen any, have you seen the latest one? I think it's called The Return. I have not. I, I, I've been kind of uh, wanting to kind of stay away from a lot of the tra trailers. Did we lose you again? Okay. Hey, yay, yay. Sorry. It's okay. It's going to be a long night. Okay. Uh. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Well, anyway, well, let me just kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to talk through it very, very briefly. It's only like, it's less than a minute. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to do was just kind of talk about it. And, you know, each with each new trailer. Yeah. Th there's, um, there are, uh, you know, new little things that we pick up on new uh, little nuances that we're seeing. And of course, people like to, you know, they speculate. like to speculate. And, and, and I get that. And we've talked about that. And that's fine. Everyone gets excited and 
was thinking, oh, what's it, what could this be? Who do we think we're seeing here? But, you know, I think what we get into, what, one issue we get into is that uh, <laughs> people come, sometimes don't manage their expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they kind of lose out on that. So yeah. this is what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we can kind of see. So basically, there's little, it's just one of these little images. You see some, the sand people walking. You see Boba Fett kind of looking up, up from a distance, kind of sneaking up on Jabba's palace. You see uh, Boba Fett in the back to tank getting healed you see him getting his armor put on a little more detail with that you uh you see the scene with him on the throne with fennec next to him there's a there's a long held shot of a ship flying over this big city area kind of the repeats of him and fennec walking into a, a tavern of some sort slave one some long establishing shots of these meetings with all these other underworld people a bunch of guys on on top of um bunch of guys on top of speeder bikes, like a whole army of speeder bikes, which it looks cool. Uh, Boba Fett says, left for dead uh, on the sands of Tatooine. He's talking about himself. This, uh, there's just these really good... With the, my favorite image is the last, pretty much one of the last images of Fennec and Boba Fett looking down the Rancor Pit. Mm. Which I thought, hmm, that was interesting, you know. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so... So I'm so I'm wondering, you know, is there a rancor? You know, is there something there? You know what I mean? So uh, I'm I'm excited, Dan. You know, it's getting me pumped up for it. Yeah. Some now, people. Oh, are, go ahead. That's right. Some people are kind of throwing out the comment that it's very much the same. Like they're not seeing anything new, like comparatively to like the Mandalorian. Yeah. And I, you know, my answer to that is, well, you know, this seems like it's a story that kind of dells in the same universe same time period mm-hmm. you know and kind of probably will involve some of the same players even though some of them we haven't seen yet so i'm i'm i'm, I'm always up the let's wait and see approach so yeah that's, that's me. definitely i mean is there anything that you were hoping to see like what what are you thinking what are you what are your expectations and what are some things that or are you just like open-ended open you know not open-ended but like whatever they throw at me i'll I've always been more of a reactionary person. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been one that, that just likes to process what I'm given when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah. That doesn't make me mean that I don't have any expectation. I mean, the fact that I'd like to see, I'd like to see kind of how we got out of the Sarlacc. I would say yeah. that. I would like to see that either told or demonstrated or flashbacked or something. I think based on what I've been seeing that we are going to kind of see if not a more long play that play out of that, that end scene of, of um, Mandalorian, that, that, that post-credit scene where Bib Fortuna yeah. is sitting in there. I think we might see a, a, a longer version of that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Uh, just kind of based on some of the quick cuts they were showing. Um, I, I think we're going to see that Boba Fett was either rescued by the Tuscan Raiders, or he just kind of became a nomad like the Tuscan mm-hmm. Raiders. Yeah for a while um but again these are these are managed expectations if they don't happen i'm like all right you know just tell me a great star wars story that's all i want so you know so that's kind of where that's kind of where my 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 thinking is taking me on it um some people were commenting about the fact they didn't like that he took off his helmet we talked about that earlier yeah i didn't get that this is boba fett doesn't subscribe to the man yeah that that yeah yeah i i agree um and you know if you're going to complain about that then why did you complain why didn't you complain about it during the mandalorian when he was had his helmet off all the time exactly and um and i also thought that um you know i i love the continuity with bringing tomorrow morrison back Mm -hmm. i just love it you know, I, oh, I yeah. feel like he's, he's just, you know, he was, he was the clone. He was the, the donor, you know, yeah. as Django Fett. And I feel as though that now, you know, he's in the situation where, uh, obviously he's playing a different character, he's playing Boba Fett, but, you know, we saw him as Django Fett. We saw him as the clones. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's so cool to see that connectivity 
and I look forward to oh yeah you know, seeing where that goes with it. And I love Ming Na Wen. I love her being in this series, and I'm so glad that she didn't die in the oh, first yeah. Yeah. season of Mandalorian. I thought that was a little odd. I was like, whoa, that's fast, and I just want to see what happens with it. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested to drive into this more into this aspect of the Star Wars universe, the uh, the underworld. Kind well, of. I just, yeah, I feel like, you know, you can only tell so many stories, right? Yeah. So, like, I, and I get that, you know, Star Wars has, some Some have said it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a, I think it's an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and they, they, they kind of, people, a lot of people like to compare Star Wars and Marvel, right? And I wouldn't do that. I, yeah. I really do think you're dealing with an apples and oranges. Oh, uh, yeah, for one definitely. thing, Marvel is a very is a much more vast universe based on what they have. When mm-hmm. Disney purchased Marvel, I think they said there was like five thousand characters, or some, or even more than that, because Marvel's been around for for decades. Yeah, I mean, decades upon decades as a comic book form, and only recently became movies. Mm-hmm. So you know, Star Wars was first and foremost a movie. And yes, yeah. they had comic characters and book characters and things, but those were only those were those were only niche items that were liked likened by a handful of people. Yeah, comparatively to the movies, I'm right. talking about ratio. Right. So uh, I think that Star Wars <laughs> with, with 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 Disney uh, at the helm has tried to dip their toe in a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and I think they've had most. I think it's been mostly successful. I think the things that people, you know, I think a person likes to call something a failure. You can't call something that makes a billion dollars a failure. No. You can call it, you know, divisive. Yes. Yeah. You can call it um, critically uh, mixed. Yes. Okay. But can you call it a failure? No. 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 Yeah. I don't believe for one second that, you know, that Disney, that the the folks at Disney are are, um, sweating too much about, whether you know when you talk about the sequel trilogy versus the spin-off films like Rogue One or Solo versus The Mandalorian or the upcoming projects like 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 Boba Fett, Kenobi, Andor, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Now that now they just mentioned um they were for a while there they were saying that Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron got got shelled and now it's back. Mm. So Yeah, I, I mean, I Go ahead. I, I don't think Star, you know, these people who are post these things about, you know, oh, this this is gonna get, you know, this or that's gonna get canceled or Star Wars, you know, Disney Star Wars, you know, Star Wars is in trouble or anything like that. They're they they either a don't know what they're talking about or b they're just you know looking for looking for views and so they're gonna say the most incendiary controversial sub things they can say just for you know, yeah. just reviews or for clicks but you know we're not like that you know no we're, we're not and you know and as much as i do like to say you know i want to repeat our mantra at the end that we yeah. say at the end this is not just my star wars this is not just your star wars this is our star wars right but, the, but that statement i was thinking about that a lot particularly in the last couple of days mm-hmm. because i feel like that that is a that's kind of a an important statement to understand because you know, it's okay if you have if you have criticism oh, yeah. of anything of right. relating to Star Wars or Marvel or Disney or anything else. Yes, by all means, yeah. you know, criticize away. But at the same time, you need to understand that, that we're living in a world that if you hate something, I guarantee you there's at least one person who loves it. Exactly. And in the yeah. case of Star Wars, you're dealing with quite a lot of people that love it. Okay. Oh. And believe me, the numbers don't lie. Now that doesn't mean that uh, some things aren't more accepted than others, yeah. or that have a greater following than others. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that when it comes to Boba Fett, I do think that Boba Fett, the character, I personally have never been a you know drooling fan of Boba Fett. Yeah, me neither. I think that where Boba Fett gets its uh, its allure and its legendary status stems partially from the collectible figure mm-hmm. that was supposed to have a rocket firing backpack and it didn't happen and 
but it, it came out before the movie and there was in the holiday special, all of these yeah. things. And it just had this allure. And then you go to see the movie and it appeared in like literally for three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I and mean, that funny. was always, that was always but, my thing about, Bo, you know, Boba Fett until, you know, we saw in the Mandalorian and then, you know, we have the Boba Fett, you know, I think the Mandalorian has gone a long way in my, in my mind to kind of redeem Boba Fett. Cause for the longest time, I considered him to be one of the most overrated characters in star Wars. You know, I, I joke, he said he had maybe 10, five lines, six lines of dialogue. And one of them was the Wilhelm scream. Uh, that was always my, my kind of go-to joke about Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, but you know, seeing how tomorrow most Morrison, you know, did with the character in, um, and Mandalorian, and then some of his appearances as young Boba in the Clone Wars TV series, you know, that really did a lot in my mind to kind of, you know, say like, okay, this is why this character was so feared. You know, this is why, you know, you get all these, you know, stories about Boba Fett, why people thought he was such, you know, a, you know, such a, such a cool character. And, it wasn't just that he had cool armor and it was all these other things. But I think we've talked about this before, but Star Wars seems to have this kind of thing about making these characters that look so cool and you're just like, oh, that's really cool armor. And then they end up, you know, serving the purpose of just kind of, I don't know if being a red herring is the right word, but, you know, um, I get the example in these in the sequel trilogy of Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the same thing of this character. Everybody saw the armor, thought, "Ooh, that's cool. She's going to be cool." And then she kind of, you know, she dies a very, you know, she ends up being, you know, unceremoniously kind of. Well, you know, I think she had a better death than Boba Fett. Or Boba this Fett. is true. This is true. Alleged death, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And and I will say. Um, well, for me, it comes back, and, and again, I'm, this kind of will transition us into the Hazlab thing. But I, it gets me back to um, my very when, the very first time. You got to remember when Star Wars came out, there was no toys. It was the movie, the first Star Wars movie. Movie came out, then it was like a year later that the toys came out, right? So, but for Empire, the they were ahead of the game, and they were making the figures ahead of time. And I remember seeing a commercial for Kenner's. Star Wars action figures for Empire Strikes Back. And it was, I, there were four figures in, in this particular scene that this little boy was playing with. And I, I know, I can't remember the fourth one, but I know one of them was Luke Skywalker with his Bespin outfit. The second one was a Bespin security guard with that blue suit, you know, uniform and the hat. And then Lando Calrissian. So my brain went right to not Lando and not Luke, but the blue soldier. I'm like, oh, is this the new rebel costume? Is this what the rebels are going to look like? Oh, I can't wait to see what, you know, what they're going to be doing. And honestly, how many times did we see the Bestman guards? We saw them less than Boba Fett, you know, but they had a figure, you know. So it got me to thinking about it. And it got me to thinking that essentially... You know, so much of our expectations were put, were placed by the toy company, by Kenner, more than they were by Lucasfilm. I mean, maybe Lucasfilm okayed it, yes, so they're partially there. But I just think that they wanted to put a figure that, they wanted to put some figures out and advertise them that looked cool, but maybe didn't have and didn't have a huge uh, bearing on the story so as to not be a spoiler. And I'll tell you, Case in point, when Return of the Jedi came out and you started getting figures that came out before the movie did, figures that weren't made available, you could not get Ewoks. You couldn't find Ewoks. And you couldn't, and you looked in the back of the card and where they had all the figures, collect all, whatever, 72, the Ewoks were blocked out. They were actually like colored out. You couldn't see them. So they did not want to know, but they didn't want you to see Ewoks ahead of time. So... But there were, but you could see Regis or the Gamorrean Guard or what most of the ones that were in Jabba's palace, and 
you know, no big deal. So anyway, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the Boba Fett story. I hope that, uh, they can tell some good stuff going, you know, tell some good stories and build the world a little more, build the worlds a little more. And these characters, because I know that they want to try to make this thing happen where all of these characters can kind of come, come together in some big culminating film or Disney plus series in the future. So we'll see what happens. All right. So the next thing on my list is the HasLab. Since we talked about Hasbro or Kenner, the HasLab um, crowds, crowdfunded Rancor, Black Series Rancor, that uh, just the the uh, the procedure or whatever the the window of opportunity has ended, and uh, as of a day ago or a day or two ago, and there are no, it, there were not enough backers for this, so the, this HasLab thing failed, basically. Again, you're seeing on the internet, you're seeing, like, oh my God, why did the Hasbro thing fail so spectacularly? And it didn't fail spectacularly; it failed by by like 400 votes or 400 people they wanted nine thousand they got up to i think eight hundred eighty five hundred eighty five fifty two or something like that so they got pretty close but it just didn't it just wasn't enough so we talked a little bit about this in the back in the past few weeks but so for those who don't know what what crowdfunding or crowdsourcing is for a company like hasbro is that rather than make a huge toy a bigger big toy like Say like they bit, they made the Adat back in the day, or they made the big Millennium Falcon toy back in like the 2000s, and they built it and they designed it and they tooled it and they made the whole thing, and then they put it out there on sale, and you know some people bought it. I bought one, other people bought them, but then a lot of them just sat on the shelf, so it was a huge loss of uh, revenue. Went on sale, went on sale again, and people were finding it in some places for very cheap, and it was, and it was expensive. I think it was like a two hundred and fifty dollar vehicle. So Hasbro came up with this idea, and they're not the only ones that do it. I think Mattel's done something too, where they they make a they make a basically a uh, a a crowdsourcing and say how many if we can get like ten thousand people or five thousand people or fifteen thousand people to commit. To buying this toy, and they started with the sale barge, Java sale barge, and if you could do that, if you, if ten thousand people do it, we'll make the we'll make it for those people. So people signed up, people signed up, they paid, they put their credit cards in it, and sure enough, it it, it succeeded spectacularly. Uh, and then they built and made enough to cover their costs and make their profit, and and get the sale barge sent out to all the backers. Who did it? A lot of people have been doing this with other things. You know, people write books and they get it funded. People make movies and they get funded that way. So it's a it's a very common thing. And now the toy companies like Hasbro formulated HasLab to do this. And then they started going into other branches. Some succeeded, some failed. They did the Razor Crest that succeeded as well. And now they wanted to do this Black Series Ranker. It's about this big, this wide. It's the biggest Black Series figure there is. And um, it didn't pass. It didn't happen. So a lot of people are, you know, have a lot of opinions about this. A lot of people are happy that it didn't pass, that it didn't happen, because they think that it's sending a message to Hasbro that, you know, they're speaking with their, you know, with their wallets. Like, you know, this is a way to directly say to Hasbro, no, this is not what we want, which I, I understand that. But I also understand the fact that I feel bad for this 8,500 people that wanted this that didn't get it. So, are you there? I can't hear you. Oh, I'm not hearing you. You there? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hearing you.
Um, oh, I hear oh. you now. For some reason, I had muted. On oh, the start. <laughs> I mean, you're really quiet as it is because I don't have my headphones and I wasn't planning on. Oh, oh wait. No, I only have a microphone. Never mind. Um, yeah, I don't have my headphones with me, so I, I, I can't do anything about that. But all right. Yeah. So anyway, that, I, I, I'm sorry if I was interrupting you. I couldn't. I no, couldn't, no. I couldn't it hear was you. Fine. Um, and yeah, so it, it, it comes down to, you know, my thought is, I will say this, I will put it out there. I did not back it, but my reasons were my own and it had nothing to yeah. do with the toy. The toy was beautiful. I thought the toy was a, a gorgeous work of art and, and, uh, it's fantastic. I'm sorry it didn't get funded for the people that wanted it. I just, you know, I see the, like the, the sale barge as a beautiful, huge vehicle that's also a playset. that's also a display unit for your figures. Mm -hmm. And I see the same thing happening for the Razor Crest. But I don't see that with the Rancor. With the Rancor, I just see a big figure. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I have a 36-inch a, a, a Darth Vader, you know, Jack Specific toy sitting in there that I paid $35 for. You know, I'm looking down over here and there's, um, you know, four 18-inch, you know, Praetorian Guard, uh, Death Trooper, First Order Stormtrooper, First Order Snowtrooper. They're great. I paid like yeah. 10 bucks each for them, you know. So to, to have a big, gigantic Rancor figure, which, by the way, I already own like three or four Rancor figures from previous releases for the smaller figures. It's, it's just, you know, you got to make choices and yeah. there's not enough room for it. And it was a three hundred and fifty dollar investment, and it just we just didn't. A lot of people can't afford that, so I, I do think a message needs to be sent to Hasbro, you know, that if you're going to go, you know, put the time and energy into this, you know, talk talk to the fans, find out exactly the kind of things that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I do think that it's it's a good thing, not that it failed, <laughs> but that its failure there can be a positive that comes from yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely, that, definitely. That, and I think that's what some people are trying to say. I think some people mis misconstrue that, mis misinterpret that, and say, "Oh, they they're happy that it. Why are you happy that it failed? No, nobody's. I don't think anybody's happy that it failed. If they are, they're sick in the head. Mm -hmm. I think what what they mean is they're hoping that this can uh, drive Hasbro execs the suits if they want to try to be successful with the Star Wars brand." continue to be successful they need to really talk to the fans and find out exactly the kind of things that they're looking for the the sale barge has been something that people have been talking about and buzzing about and wishing for and asking hasbro about it every toy fair and and any kind of uh toy call or anything for decades since 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 the 90s and um you know the rancor i don't think anybody asked for a rancor you know, maybe some people did, but it, not in the same level. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know I'm I'm rambling. I apologize. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, but I just, you know, this it, it was a it was a new it was a big thing that happened this week, and I felt like, um, you know, the I don't I I, I there's a there's a um a YouTuber named uh, Specter Creative, name okay. of the channel. And he's actually a toy designer, a toy, you know, and, and, and then one of the things I've noticed is, you know, he gets on and he speaks very, very honestly and candidly about the toy business and how things work and why they do, how they do work, how they don't work. He offers them up as, you know, his opinion, but his opinion based on, you know, decades of doing this job, yeah. which I think, frankly, is a more valid opinion, more something that if he's had experience with, I don't know about you, but I haven't had zero experience selling toys. No. So they're selling, you know, building, ma making and building and selling toys. So I tend to want to listen to what this guy has to say. But there has been drama with these other sites that have been bashing his site. And it's like, oh, my God, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just. I mean, anyway, that's. But that's. Is... Go on. Oh, no, I was just. That's, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. It is what I what I would say. um a bit of a it's kind of a sad state of affairs these days because people i don't know seems like the less they know the more they like to talk so mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. but um i'm looking forward to Haslab coming up with another project something else 
that um, we can, you know, get into and maybe and hopefully back. Yeah. And uh, we'll see where that goes. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, was there, there was something else you were saying that oh. you were wanting to talk about? Yeah, last thing. <laughs> okay. Um, and that is the Disney Halcyon Galactic Star Cruise uh, yes. Hotel. So this week, there has been, or in the, over the past week to 10 days, there has been a great number of, um, of, of information coming out about things happening uh, with this project. Right. For those who don't know, I think anybody watching this show probably knows, mm -hmm. but obviously Star Wars Galaxy's Edge plays in Disney World in Florida <laughs> and Disneyland in California. Well, in Florida, in addition to Disney World, they have built a, and are just about complete, they have finished a Star Wars-themed hotel. And are calling it the Galactic Star Cruiser, and the specific name for it is the Halcyon. And they are... Um, uh, essentially setting it up like a cruise where you would go, you would, you wouldn't just go stay in the hotel for like a week or whatever. And, and, and it's like star Wars themed drapes and sheets and stuff. It's, it's not like that. It's you're actually in star Wars, you're in the universe and mm -hmm. it's in a full out immersive thing. You eat star Wars food, you sleep in, uh, in, on this, on this cr star cruiser. And it's like, there's no windows. It's all going to be digital and you're going to see outside and, you know, in the space and there's going to be these adventures that happen with the First Order. And it's going to be this whole thing. And, um, they have finally released. They've been talking about it. And they've had concept art. But they finally this week released a couple of videos. Uh, Josh Tomorrow went in and kind of toured the bridge. And toured the, um, this, the lightsaber training thing. And, the, and then they also had a short video just a few days ago. With um, the, young, the young man who plays Adam Goldberg on the Goldbergs. I forget the actor's name. Yeah, but he was he was uh, kind of touring a few things and checking things out. Well, apparently now now you know for me, I watched this and I, I am looking at this with a very um, how do I put this? Uh, I'm looking at it with a very realistic lens in the sense that I'm not going to go to this very much, right? Because of the price. It prices me out. I can go, but I'm not going to go a lot. I'm going to meet. I'm going to go once. I'm going to put it on the credit card. My wife and I will do it one time, and then we'll pay it off in for in a few years, and then maybe I'll go a second time, like a deck, like a year down the years down the road. Yeah, maybe take my daughter, you know, and and we'll try it. But but as far as something like you know, it's hard for me to get like really excited about it. Because it's just not something I'm going to be involved with. I'm just, right. I love Galaxy's Edge. I love everything about Galaxy's Edge. I love every nook and cranny of that place. And I, and whenever I'm there, I just love to hang there. My wife too. We we have a great time there. We, right. we don't even go on a ride. We just sit and enjoy the, enjoy the scenery, you know, and the music and the sound effects that are there. It's great. So, um, so, so the, so the, the hotel, it's exciting. And, and I understand that, but you know, I've just not really, because I know how expensive it is, no matter what they show. Yeah. I'm just not going to get like, you know, oh my God, yeah. I got to go to this. Because... Now, do you think this is something that they might like, the initial the initial price will be this much, but as things kind of set, you know, go on, that it might look at dropping the price eventually to make it more, because that's what seems to be the biggest the biggest thing that I hear people complaining about is the price. They're like, it's too expensive. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. Well, well that's what happened. And, and, and I'll get, I'll answer your question in a moment, but they, the price part of it, that got announced a while back and people were yeah. complaining about it. Cause you know, I'm going to tell you right now, for me, it's a, it's, it's a challenge, but for a lot of people, it's an impossibility. Mm -hmm. They're just not going and they're angry about it because yeah. it's like, it, it, it feels as though it, Disney is always priced, you know, had tiered pricing on things. You go to a, you know, you want to stay at the Grand Floridian. You can go, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's like $800 a night, which is the big yeah. premier hotel. But right. you can go visit the Grand Floridian. You can go and eat dinner there. You can go do all these other things. Same thing with any other resort. You can go in the park and wait in line, or you can pay. Now they have the Genie Plus thing where you pay for, you know, go to the, for like, you know, 
for line holding and stuff like that, like the what, what used to be fast pass, or you can get a private tour and go to the front of the line for everything. Like all of that stuff, you can still you you know that, but it, but it's like there is a level for everyone to participate, right? With this now, because of the price, they <coughs> have, and, and part of it is is a necessity. They didn't build ten thousand rooms; right. they built one hundred and fifty rooms. So there's not a lot of rooms, right? And and the whole idea of it, and you know, is is a little bit um, unusual. So so they it's but again, we're we're in uncharted waters right here mm-hmm. disney is and so yeah. are we so uh the 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 new complaint that has been coming and surfacing is that when these videos came out of josh tomorrow doing the who's the president of walt disney world i believe and doing the lightsaber training and things like that everything looked um the look that many people were saying and i'm not going to say if i share this or not but they they said it, it looked as somebody had a, the, the best one I, I I thought was a, a good key point that somebody mentioned. They said it looked like Disney did not have the Star Wars licensing agreement when they made this. Hmm. It didn't have a Star Wars look to it. Now, I tend personally to to disagree with this because I believe that it flows the the small images I saw. I believe that it flows pretty well with what we saw on the first order ship. And I think that there was more of a design specific that's different. And part of the reason I think this is because they just announced that there's actually going to be a high Republic. They built this story. You know about the high Republic, right? The, the, right. the, the novels, right? Right. Right. That takes place hundreds of years ago in the, in the star Wars universe. That's when this ship was built. Mm-hmm. So I think that there was an aesthetic that was different that they were going for a simpler, sleeker, kind of idea yeah and i think that people wanted to go stay on the map you know stay in a hotel that was like the millennium falcon or a star destroyer or whatever and that's not what this is right and i think that again managing their expectations they're getting a little upset about it um i do understand that there is a huge price tag attached to this so you know if people are going to speak with their wallets they have announced that two two and very interesting things happened disney pulled all those videos they took them off. They didn't like what they were seeing in comments or whatever, and they quickly pulled everything off, which is weird. Yeah. The second thing that happened was that um, there are guests that have canceled their their trip. The you know those those first three months like March, April, May, or February, March, April, around there, they have canceled their trip. They just said mm-hmm. not doing it. So, all right, I I understand that. Um, it's another interesting thing. I don't think it'll take too long for those empty rooms to get filled. Right. But um, I, you know, I, I do think that you asked me earlier, do I think they're going to lower the price? I don't think they would lower the price, you know, intentionally for, for reasons of, well, that first price was an initial price and now we'll settle into another price. I think they will lower the price if they're not selling. Right. Yeah. That that's what if they'll do. That's what they'll do. And I think some people might count on that. Maybe they're holding out. Maybe they're like, you know what? Even if it's a success, some people are saying this. Even if it's a success, which it might be. Yeah. Um, they they feel that it's too niche and too, you know. They say you can do whatever you want. You can you can get you can be as immersed in it as you want, or you can be as like just more of an observer. They tried yeah. to keep it flexible, which is a good thing. I think that's yeah. smart. But the reality of it is, for the amount of money you're paying, you better be immersive. Yeah. You know, you better yeah. get them. You better just, you know, put on your, you know, your improv, uh, you know, <laughs> um, skills and just run with it. Because, in fact, we're actually our plan was to go in, in like in about a year's time with friends of ours who um, my, my I have a friend who's in, in a very accomplished you know, local community theater actor mm-hmm. who, who's amazing. And I've worked with him on different projects and stuff. And he's, he's an, an, an incredible and, a, and he and his wife are huge star Wars fans. So you put those two things together. Oh. I mean, I'll have a, I'll have a blast just watching him, you know, <coughs> act, act out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they might lower it. They may have to, 
Uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, there are some blogs that are saying that, uh, you know, Disney's panicking, but then they kind of pulled back on it and said that it's not so much Disney panicking, the cast members are panicking because the cast members are concerned that, you know, here they are, they, they committed to do this and to be in this, and they're afraid that if it fails, they're going to lose their jobs, you know, yeah. and, and that I understand, you know, so I, I, I'm one to say, let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Okay. I'm not going right away. Uh, yeah. I never do this kind of thing right away. I want yeah. them to get the kinks out and stuff. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But I also feel that we have only seen what I believe is if you, if I were to throw up a percentage, if you took all the videos of anything live, we really only seen like 2% of this entire ship. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the rooms. We, we, you know, we barely seen anything. And oh, well, I know actually, I think we did see, we did see one room. Um, and it was a fight. It was fine. It looked great. It just, I think that, you know, some people, I don't know what they're expecting either to be a, uh, you know, completely, uh, you know, to look exactly like a carbon copy of cloud city or something that they're familiar with. But this yeah. goes into back to something that even Kathleen Kennedy said, which is that they're not designing any of this star Wars themed lands, hotels, what have you with just the, 50 year old star Wars fan in mind. Mm -hmm. They're trying to cater to kids that are going to grow up and their kids. Well, kids, I look, I teach for a living. My wife teaches for a living. And let me tell you something right now. It's not, it's not about Luke Han and Leia. It's about Ray, Poe, Finn and Kylo Ren. That's who's, that's who it's about. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean that the other guys aren't important. It just means that, they're looking at it from a more long-term standpoint. So um, I'll be very curious to see them. But again, um, like same with the, the, the main theme here. Boba Fett, HasLab, Halcyon. Manage yeah. your expectations. Expectation. Yes. Because exactly. you just don't know. Nobody is going to put the... Now, now, I will say, you know, there are people that know more about the business end of things. And there are times in all kinds of businesses and corporations and bureaucracies where the, the higher ups, they put all these demands on their, on their workers, do this, do this and do it fast and do it now and do it cheap. And the workers don't have the ability to do that. So maybe things do get, you know, costs get cut and that does happen. And sometimes those costs get cut in ways that will, that can be easily remedied. And sometimes they get, cut in ways that can't be remedied that the only way to remedy it is to either you know knock it all down and start over or rip it all out to the to the to the studs and start over i don't know if that's we know it's just way too soon to tell and i don't want to sound pessimistic or overly optimistic i just think we have to wait and see and i hope it succeeds because if it succeeds then or if it at least succeeds to a level where they can tweak a few things and then, you know, fix this, make this work better and, and, and see what happens. But again, watch the video. I'm, I'm sure all the, you know, the first, the first responders, the first vloggers will get out there and do their thing. And yeah, we'll hear what's going on. We'll learn what's going on and, you know, we'll make a decision. But as I said, yeah. it's not, I don't know about you, but it's not something I'm going to, I plan on doing like yearly. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if, if, you know, with me personally, it's one of those things that if I go, it would be a once in a lifetime kind of thing. And even then it's going to be very, very, very difficult, you know, just yeah. considering the price and everything like that. And right now it's, I mean, it's definitely not in my price range at all. No. And I, understand. Um, it's not yeah. in a lot of people's price range. And yeah. technically it's not really in my price range. I don't, I, I don't have that money to, to spend on this. You know, I don't. It would be something where I put myself into debt for a few months or, or to a year to, to, to pay for it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I don't really look forward to doing that. I mean, I've done Disney cruises and they're expensive, but they're worth every penny without fail yeah. because of the service, because of the way they structure the ship. Um, and because of what I like when it comes to... Um, Disney cruises. I mean, what, what I like the most about the cruise type of vacation, Disney does best. 
Mm-hmm. What I don't like about the cruise industry and other cruises, Disney avoids. So they're worth that extra cost. Yeah. But um, when it comes to this, again, we're in uncharted territory. So we just don't know, you know, and no one's ever done this. You know, this, yeah. I mean, the people that have decorated, you know, people think it's not a themed hotel. I mean, Disney's done themed hotels, uh, universals. There, there's been tons of themed hotels. This is an immersive hotel. This is a storytelling hotel where you're actually yeah. acting out. That's why it's like, you know, there are a lot of people that are kind of like scratching their heads saying, I don't know if I want to go and do this. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I have a wife who's very, I call her the ultimate geek wife. She's extremely supportive of my fandom. She gets into it with me and, you know, she has her own things that she's interested in. And I try to support those and, and get into that with her. Yeah. But there are a lot of people in this world, you know, Star Wars fans married to non-Star Wars fans. That non-Star Wars, and that, that's a lot. to Yeah. To yeah. Give. That... Yeah. Maybe they go with a friend and and do and enjoy it that way, which I guess you can do that. But yeah. you know, then it becomes, uh, you know, it, 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 I don't know, just it, it's a whole thing where Disney has to figure out some of the other things that they showed on video. They show some of the characters. Now I'm going to say this, you know, they showed this vocalist who's like a Twilic who sings, who's also kind of part of the story, and is actually doing something behind the scenes that's kind of undercover. I, and then they showed the captain and then they had the, who was like a blue alien. And then they showed, um, uh, this kind of like welcome video that I thought was really good. And all of them, I thought the characters were great. I think anybody who complains about them, just, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. I say, you have no context by which to do this. You all don't, right. you right. have no context. This is a character. You know, it's like saying, um, start, you know, it's like we go back, we'll circle back to Boba Fett when people are like, Well, there's nothing new, okay? Then you throw something new, and they're like, Well, it doesn't look Star Warsy. <laughs> I hate that. I absolutely that drives me insane when people do that. That's the one thing you can't have it both ways. You cannot right. have do, do something, do something new, do something different. You're always doing the same thing, then they do something different, and they're like, Well, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> And I know that people will, will will delve into the weeds with that and say, well, no, it's not what we mean. What we mean is that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have that that Ralph McQuarrie design or that Doug Chang design or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know what? When Doug Chang first created the designs for episode one, two and three, nobody everyone said it didn't look Star Warsy, Right. But it but guess what? Now it's Star Warsy. Now yeah. Naboo Royal Starships and Naboo fighters are Star Wars. OK, so it's like you know it's only not star warsy until it is right so, and that's what's going to happen with all this so yeah. but again the the sad part for me is that i'm not going to be able to get behind it like you know i'm not going to be able to like when you watch a movie you can watch it and rewatch it and re rewatch it and freeze frame and look through all the characters and when you watch a tv show like the mandalorian or now the book of boba fett you can do the same thing yeah you can't and when you go to galaxy's edge you can walk every inch of galaxy <coughs> And, and 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 admire like what's going on and listen to the radio station that's happening in the background but for the housing on you can't do that unless you go and unless you pay the five thousand and six thousand dollars to stay there mm-hmm. and you can't keep going back so that's where it's a little bit i want to say unfortunate all right so but i wish them well i wish the cast well i wish the crew yeah. i guess they're the crew of the housing on and I hope that um, they can find success with this. And yeah, maybe they can bring the price down a little bit so knuckleheads like you and I can go. <laughs> so, oh, that, well, end, uh, as, yeah. here ended the lesson. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, well, before we get going, a quick little bit of. Uh, announcement of next week will be our last show until after the Christmas break. That's not going to be our, our last show ever. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, we're going to be taking a two week break um, after next week and we will be back at the beginning of the new year. And uh, we'll just kind of do a, I think we'll do a 
Well, we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do for our, our New Year's show. Uh, but we'll be back next week to talk more Star Wars. Maybe, and, uh, yeah, that that will be good. Yeah. Um, Maybe for the new year we can do a, uh, you know, like a retrospective on 2021. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. That sounds good. Uh, in the meantime, um, Will, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you at? Well, again, I am normally, I usually have it in the title here, but I my fast change, I didn't get to do it. Darth Tuba in, on uh, YouTube. You can find me there uh, with the Darth Tuba's Unbox, Star Wars Unboxing Show. Uh, and Darth Tuba is my handle on Facebook, or sorry, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there is a Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing page on Facebook. Um, I am doing a lot of stuff on Instagram this month with opening, opening up uh, some ad, Star Wars Advent calendars, which are a lot of fun. And we uh you can always email me at darthtuba 77 at gmail.com awesome uh well as for us right here uh you can email us at war of the stars one at gmail.com that is one of the best ways to get a hold of us or you can just hop on over to our twitter page at war of the stars one where you can interact with all of us there uh, we are, of course, a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Go to www.red5network.com uh, for all informations on the show. Uh, a quick little announcement to make that I forgot to make. We were supposed to be part of a Star Wars uh, virtual celebration next uh, in a couple of weeks. Unfortunately, we have had to drop out. That is the same time that my wife's grandmother's funeral is going to be. Uh, so the timing, you know, with that happening, it just was not able to do that. So unfortunately, we did have to drop out of that. However, we can make the announcement that we are going to be part of the Star Wars Podcasting Day, which is going to take place on February 7th. Uh, and a bunch of different podcasts will be a part of it. We were part of it last year, and we were one of 80 different Star Wars podcasts uh, that took part in it. It was a lot of fun, and look forward to uh, doing that again. For those of you who don't know, February 7th is the anniversary of the very first Star Wars podcast way back in, I believe it was the late 90s, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I'm not sure exactly when, but we're going to be a part of that. Uh, more details will be coming soon. So we hope you guys check that out. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get you. Um, every little bit helps as far as making this show better. Uh, even better way to do it and to show your Love and the fact that you like this show is by going to the our spreadshirt, um, yeah, our spreadshirt thing, so you can get all the cool little merch that we got there. Uh, the link is on our Twitter page. Uh, just go there and just uh, cool ideas for some holiday gifts there. And that will about do it for right now. So until next week, remember. This isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Right sounds, everyone.